Hey everyone, it's Michael slash Flufftronics. Just wanted to let you all know ahead of this episode that we had some technical issues with Michael Lobudge's microphone. Sorry about that. Everything else came out pretty good though, and I for one learned a lot. So hope you still enjoy the episode. A-R-D, Ard, Awesomely Righteous Dudes. My name is Dirty South Joe. This is Michael Lobeasy, a.k.a. Low Budget. This is Michael Not Lobeasy, a.k.a. Flufftronics. We've got the, the homie Brendan Brigham on the show today. We've got the homie Brendan Brigham, and we talk about that classic Philly block party set that we have called the Funk Box Party, where we will rate songs on a scale of 1 to 10 chunkies. We're going deep into our Funk Box Party crates, too. And if you don't know what that is, you'll learn what it is. This is this is a big episode for, for Philly DJ. Very specifically for Philly DJ. Enjoy the fuck out of it. Love it. Art. We're here with our fucking friend Brendan Brigham today. Hi guys. He's here. Oh, Owner man. of the Saint. Banned from other podcasts. Banned from every other club, so we had to buy one and run it. This is pretty much the most dangerous man in podcasting here. Oh, man. On these shores today. Uh, Welcome, B. Thanks, man. Thanks for being here. What's working for you in the yeah, club there, Brendan? What are you, what, what you playing these days? What's this your is a tough about? time, man. I will say it's a good time of year to play the game Name Three Songs That Everyone Loves. Rihanna work? No, no. New <laughs> songs. Oh, that's not a new song? <laughs> yeah, songs made, I'll even give you within the last year. Songs that, that everyone loves. That everyone loves? Wow, that's a hard one. Mo Bamba. Mo Bamba. Is that like two years old at this point? It, it probably is. It may be, old, it may be older than that. That's like a really like song. popularity in the West. Yeah, right. It's it been out for like, a long time. It's like had that second life. Like, how does everyone know this song? Sports. It's supposed to be new, but everyone, everyone knows it. Yeah. Because in Kingston, they've been listening to it for four years already. <laughs> right. mm-hmm. It's the Mo Bamba rhythm. What, uh, what else then do you got that everyone That's um, <clears throat> new this year. Yeah, within a year. That's unifying. Unifying, yeah. Young, old, male, um, female, black, white. The Not amazing, black, the amazing Before I Let Go cover. Oh, man. You know, it's funny that you said that, Brennan, because I heard a rumor that Beyonce's team hit you up and said, hey, Beyonce is doing a song that was made specifically for you, Brendan Brigham. She, she did. We are going to take Before I Let Go, we're yeah. going to Beyonce-fy it, and it's going to be the greatest weapon in your arsenal. It is a great song. I literally think about that song. I think about you when I hear Listen, that song. Listen, like, I, 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 I would like to just, I'd like to say this, though. Beyonce is a fucking awesome, right? She is. She's fucking fantastic, man. Like, thank God for Beyonce. I don't. What? I don't love her as much as everyone else does. No. Nah. I'm a re- as a DJ, you know, uh, if you uh, as a as a holy uh, fuck, I'm uh, bombing. I think he's a he's a Rihanna guy. Everything's I'm going to shit. Guy. I'm a Rihanna guy. I'm a Rihanna guy. You're yeah, either a Rihanna guy or a Beyonce guy. I like Rihanna too, though. Yeah, but there's one or the other, man. One's the one is the queen hit maker. Right. I th- I say it's Rihanna. Rihanna. I personally like Rihanna's. Joints and I think she does have more for the club. Um, yeah, I, 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 I guess I agree with that. But Beyonce, but Beyonce's bangers are fucking. Bangers. What are Beyonce's top bangers? Crazy in Love, Single Ladies, Seven Eleven. See, Single Ladies, I don't even play. That's like wedding music to me. 
Yeah, but it's still. It is. It does. It works. But I don't. I. I it's one of them weird things that I kind of. I mean, I. I don't know, man. I guess What's the Patcher Weave song? What's that one with the with the breakdown with the? But get me body. That's get me body. Still. Yeah. Get me body. Mm-hmm. Still again. That's there. You go. That's like a you know. I mean, I, her more recent stuff, like you know, before I let go. For, 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 formation was is still was and still Your is. Last song. And <laughs> and fucking seven eleven, seven eleven, right? But but then you know, you know, before I let go, she's just she just has dance floor savers. For I even have hold up work, and that song doesn't even have drums. What's that? Hold up. Yeah, it's true, man. Just, you have to play it at the right time, but it, right. it yeah, works. It's always more of a night ender to me. No shortage of night enders in the last five years. They're, they yeah, just yeah. come in every song. Yeah. Almost like I hear, I'm like, I will definitely get to that, but it's going to be in the last fifteen minutes of the night because half the room's going to leave, and I can't afford to have that happen at one. Oh, uh, um, Bruno Mars and Cardi, Cardi Finesse yeah. is okay, always a more big of a night ender, though, right? I'm it's a night, you know. It's definitely a night. It's definitely a post one o'clock. Yeah, you know, kind of like. Bring the energy back up mm-hmm. and take them out happy. It works. You know? It works. Yeah, totally. It works. But it's, a, it's a, like a I big, need to get up to playing thing. Poison, but I gotta bridge this tempo somehow. No, I mean, <laughs> I, I, I don't actually like. I actually don't even. I, I tend to not even get into that stuff anymore that often. But I mean, there's just a lot of ways you can go just because the tempo takes you up to like. You're thinking you of. Know, you're not thinking of a different song. Oh, I'm thinking of the same song. Oh. No, I'm talking about finesse, but oh, please me too. Okay, but yeah, please yeah. me as well. I was thinking of the I drop please me in the middle of a set and it's and it's 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 good. Uh, no, finesse yeah. but finesse is I think over a year old now. It may be. I'm pretty sure it's over a year old. I think it's no, I think it's I would say please me fits in the remix might be about a year old. Yeah. Yeah. It's somewhere around there. Yeah. So it's tough, man. It really is. Like there's a, a really it's it's a really odd um you know I think fall you know is kind of really getting wild? to that point. You know what I'll say though? I'll say this like um like the dance hall slash Yeah, the DeVito Af- song. Really? Yeah, that's what I was just going to say like this mm-hmm. the dance hall slash afrobeat stuff. People don't even don't need to be familiar with the song. I think it's just the texture like the feeling of the songs yeah, I think unifies the, people. I, think they, I get more really mellow. Yeah, a lot of them are. Lots mm-hmm. of like mellow. yeah. Like fall is not that I would not say that's a unifying joint. I would say that's people who I think it is. I think it's No, it's like Wayne Wonder um um, no, like, or like no Egyptian, go, like a, yeah, yeah. I, I'll take no letting go over that. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, over that overfall. No letting go is a huge song in the club, and man. It'll turn me on now. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Overfall. Yeah. Um, uh, Chris Brown questions is is always is big, yeah. but that's like that's older too, though. That's like that's probably that's definitely over a year old. Yeah, it's over a year old. But that's fuck. That's a big one. And that's like um, a good warm up. You know what? You know what I've noticed a lot is that <clears throat> uh, um, recently. In in over the past few months, uh, I've I've been like having to play less and less sort of like sixty to eighty BPM stuff, like yeah. you know like things that were that Here's the thing. that, that was for around. years like that was the standard yeah. like you you know you you really didn't leave that you know you really didn't leave that realm you know because that was what everyone wanted all the time and now I feel like there's a little fatigue. I think that that's that sonically some of that stuff is really yeah like people are just like ah oh, you know I've heard this before this song well, sounds the thing with, with music that slow is it needs to have super strong vocals or like a really, really or Drake strong. yeah so I got a uh, group uh, text message from Mike the other night um, seemed like he was probably out there in the heat of battle yeah talking about how uh, Tatiana doesn't work for him it, it, it do- I'm not gonna say it doesn't work but it does not. 
represent it, it it's definitely not a unifier definitely not a unifier um Tatiana is a really weird song to be yeah. popular to Isn't be honest it? it's it's really a weird song I'm, to be popular I'm going to go out my personal opinion I think it sucks yeah no it's it's definitely it's but song. but this is what I'm getting at like what I'm getting at is like sometimes there are songs where I'm like I don't like the song but I get it sure like I don't get I don't like it but I understand what it is that makes any you know demographic like it particularly right but with that song it's like it's it's got a really dated sound in terms of the track 2009 it's, west yeah it's basically uh 50 cent up yeah, right right and and it doesn't go anywhere it's pretty boring and then the vocal is so fucked yeah. It's like it's so fucking off, and like I can. It's all chorus. It, like once you get out of that, beat it up. Yeah, that's that shit down. He doesn't. He can't. Up. He can't hang, and it really. It, it's 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 almost like you're you're fucking up an acapella. You know, you're right. like you're going off beat with an acapella, and it, it kind of bothers me sometimes because I'm like, you know, somebody sat in the studio and engineered the song, and then someone mixed it, and then someone edited it, and then released it. No, I think and it still thing, fucking sounds like this. I think that's his thing. Like his I'm thing gonna, is like I'm gonna go off beat. Yeah. I'm gonna fucking make something that's not music because or at least that's what the, he's saying. After this is what that. music theory oh, is, yeah, and I'm gonna say like, fuck like, that. Yeah, that's my thing. I, yeah. I go off beat. Right. You know? I'm gonna write with no punctuation. <laughs> I'm gonna write. A, I'm gonna write the great American novel with not single punctuation in it. No fucking punctuation. People, uh, I think it's kind of the same way. Same way that like MySpace was popular. Like it looked really shitty, but MySpace it was awesome. Relatable. I love my space. <laughs> and it's just like, oh, like I could, I could rap that. Yeah. And then they do. But, the, but even the vocals of like the Cardi B doesn't, I feel like doesn't really hold it. No, no, not at all. Even her rapping, which people love. But, but here's my, but my point with that song is this though. Like why it's, why it's so interesting to me is that. So like you always generally have like this, the way songs fall is like, all right, this song is. A, a really sort of basic like non like you know like falls out of the realm of the, the snobby music people right yeah. but it's popular with the masses right. and typically I like those songs and I get why <clears throat> it's popular and I, and I understand what it is and I also understand why like snooty you know music people don't like it right. mm-hmm. like I and I and I respect that as well like I'll say okay I understand the snooty snooty people right. that do like it because they're justifying it as some kind of high art because it's off exactly it's like, or yeah. it, or 10 years later have a party that theme, that's themed around that song about <laughs> yeah. because it was so groundbreaking right yeah. Yeah. Ground I would say that but Nice for what and or nice for what is or um, nice for what over a year or old? in my over a year old yes or in my feelings oh they're both over a year old barely yeah. yeah. I would say hmm. April they came out um, last year yeah dude like that's um, either of those are kind of universal but they're good they're no they're they're they're, they're good answers like, how's really uh, how's uh, how, how, how's clout doing for you guys is that doing anything I drop it I said this in the last episode oh well um, I was fucking if you're, drunk if you're listening you can go back <laughs> uh, episode three. I say that I drop it right from the Cardi verse, verse because there's no way. I do way that with a lot of songs. I learned my lesson from motorsport. There's no way I'm making people sit through a fucking long ass Amigos oh verse God. over 70 BPMs anymore. <laughs> so you're getting the Cardi verse right but away. But I do. I personally enjoyed, you know. I, I personally enjoyed 48 bars of Migos. <laughs> uh, it's like super slow, mellow yeah. Migos too. Not not rapid Fuck fire uh, right. bar spin. Yeah. gym music. It sounds a little bit like uh, Gregorian monks, right? Which, which is also something <laughs> that 
That still works. Yeah, I listened to that before the gym, too. Gets me hype. What was the joint with the Gregorian monks? It's like right before back. I think I did Martin. literally play that at Tiki a few weeks ago, and it was slow. You played Gre- Gregorian monks? Like the p- song on Pure Moods. Right, right. I play Enya. Silence, I think, or something. I usually, no, I, Silence my, my is a different song. My 12:30 song is usually an Enya song. I uh, went to a house party. You guys remember Enigma Sadness? <laughs> yes. That's what I was thinking of. Yeah, That's yeah, what yeah. It was? I did play that at Tiki a few weeks ago. Oh, so yeah. I have a memory once we were at this house party and uh, we were probably like teenagers and there was always a time when like everyone started kind of getting drunk and starting wanting to fuck shit up and the girl whose house it was at had a pure mood CD in her, in her discman and my friend just went I'm in a pure fucking mood and he snapped the CD and that he's was a, like the, the don't mind him he's from Winterfell <laughs> this is the new Migo shit right here right yep oh man Michael if you want to play this song for the eternity of the podcast in the background I'm totally okay with even while we're playing others this is the new Migos <laughs> oh yeah yeah dude let's do that let's talk about Game of Thrones with that, that was, can we do that can we scrap everything we did listen let's scrap everything we did and have a Game of Thrones a really concise Game of Thrones discussion with recording it a bonus episode for <laughs> after Thrones watched the throne <laughs> so like uh little john and stuff still works stuff to, 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 yeah <laughs> to, to get there is a new sweetie single that has uh the freak leak beat that i've been playing I, I, people yeah, like that yeah I, they don't know it but they like, like it months. I'm one that's sad that the Yang Yang twins didn't continue a long and illustrious career. Oh, yeah. Man, you know, you know, I really yeah, What happened to them? I don't know, man. Did they just become uh, entrepreneurs like chameleonaire? Fucked everything up. Man, there's yeah, not. I'm like. They couldn't keep the Yang Yang. As, as we're discussing this, <laughs> I'm, out of balance, I'm looking yeah. at the, uh, the iTunes like top 200 charts and there's yeah. so little rap um, no, it's well, all we are it's all country songs and fucking we are listen, we are kind of ignoring the uh, okay the elephant in the room here which is Old Town Road oh oh yeah, I mean, yeah. How, how's this working we talk about Old Town Road every episode by the way <laughs> I've never played Old Town Road oh, okay, so I'm, you're, I'm closer on your end of the thing yeah. and this was my thing about Old Town Road everyone's saying it gets a great response I believe it I've tried it like twice I don't want to take the chance of looking like an asshole. The first time I did. The first time it flopped. It flopped. Right. I don't think it would now. And you were like, I'm really sorry. Did you try that remix I put you on to? Long story. I had a little tech. Long story means no. It was uh, limited to what I could play. Is that the one with the yodeling on it? Flash drive. Mm. So I didn't get to try it this weekend. Mm. But I, I, I plan to. But this is what I thought about Old Town Road. I have not gotten a request for it. Which means no matter how popular it is, it's not cool. People request cool shit. Right. And I've never gotten, they're going to request Cardi B, they're going to request Drake. Dave Matthews. Where I'm at, they're not requesting Old Town Road. I'm not saying it won't work, but if I'm not getting, it's no logic. It doesn't make sense. No, eight six seven five three zero nine. You know, it's Joe. It's not like it's not like I don't want to take the risk because it's a new song or, you know, not that it's new, but like, you'll have that moment with something you really like and you're like, and you're I well really want to yeah. play the song right now. Yeah. And I know that it's probably going to make me look like an asshole because everyone's going to be like, dude, what the fuck but is this? I but I don't care because it's so yeah. good. I'm going to play it. And I'm going to continue to play it. And then eventually that song 
generally will like you know will get popular and like it'll be the, the jump off. But that song, man, I'm, I'm just like I just some things I just Not can't get behind, this. dude. Yeah, Emil was saying the same thing. Can't he get was behind. like, I don't like this song enough to risk looking dumb. I I really just I mean I don't like it so. Not only is, am I going to look dumb, but I'm going to be like, I, I, so I didn't bad. want to do that, and I did it anyway. That's the worst. Right, man. You're like, I am a piece of shit. It's the worst. When you play you know? something you don't like and right. it flops, oh my God. And you're like, how the fuck yeah. do I get out of this thing, man? Uh, I'm not like, like look like I'm pandering. You know that what being I mean? said, I think it would, it might work. I don't know. I haven't I been to the same song. recently. Yeah. I feel like I said, I feel like. <laughs> hey, listen, dude, I haven't played it yet. Has it hurt me? So exactly, you know what? Exactly. No one's when it goes you. away, it won't hurt me. And never played it. You know what I mean? It is what it is. So let's let's take it back and like what? How does it all start? You were at Fluid, right? Mm-hmm. That I bartended at Fluid for the first uh, couple of years that they were open. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I I was bartending and DJing, and <clears throat> you know, trying to to move into the music more. You know. And uh, the bar- bartending was actually a great thing because of course. it allowed me to make connections with people, mm-hmm. and I would make mixes and give them with people. Yeah, and you bar. also get to see but, what songs work firsthand. Well, that was the other thing. I, I was to bouncers all the time. I'm like, yo, you guys listen, just you guys sit here and watch the time, what jumps off. You know listen, more than anything. Cos- Cos- Cosmo is an awesome fucking DJ, right. and Cos was playing at Palmer, and I knew Cos from before, and um, you know Cos. Uh, Kaz was playing at, at Palmer and he was playing at uh, 8th Street Lounge and, and then started doing Fluid and um, when Cosmo got into his accident this is really kind of how it all started Cos- yeah, I remember that I yeah like I mean I always like I, I had my stuff and I was like you know I'd like to do this I'd like to do this but I just didn't really know how to I didn't really I, it was a lot to learn you know what I mean it was it's a lot more complicated yeah, than it is now yeah totally stuff, yeah. and um, and so Kaz got into his accident and when he got out of the hospital, I just like started to, um, you know, just go down and pick him up, you know, and, and like take, we would just go throw his wheelchair in the car and like go out and hang out and have a beer and, you know what I mean? Because he had been so isolated in that, you know, in, in that like severe, I mean, it was like really bad car accident. I was hit by a drunk driver. And, um, and in the healing process, we just like talk music and on and records and all that. And Kaz was like, dude, you should start, you know, you should really start doing this. Let's let let's do like you know some rock and roll. You know, we'll yeah. do a rock and roll thing. So we started a party called Rock and Roll High, and um, it was super fun. We just like played all this like all types of rock. Where was and that? Was that at Seven Hundred? It, 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 we we moved it around. It was actually the first one we did was actually at Sugar Moms. Oh wow! And oh, yeah, which was so fun, man. It was it was really cool. That was a cool venue. Yeah, and then we did it. Then we moved it around. We did it at Silk City. We did it at Transit. We did it at uh, we just like did oh uh, Tattooed Moms, a bunch of different all places. Moms. All the moms. Uh, we called everyone who had a mother, <laughs> and uh, and uh, anyway, so yeah, and 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 I learned. I mean, I learned so much from Cosmo. Man, Cosmo was such a huge inspiration to me. Um, and Soul Traveling was a party that we did on Sunday nights that for years and years. It was super fun. It was and it was really based. Amazing in like, party. It was yeah. based in. Um, it was really based originally in like old school music, you know. But at some point, you're like, I'm running out of old school music. You know what I mean? Like you can only do, do but so much. Especially as a weekly. Yeah. So I started like I started like just started to like make the decision that I'm going to incorporate new things that I like and and I remember the first like I think it was Crazy in Love. Like I was like you know. Fuck it, I'm gonna drop Chris. 
I'm going to drop Crazy Love. It's it's a go-go song. Like, it's Beyonce. Go-go beat. But a lot of people were like, at the time, believe it or not, a lot of people were like, Jay-Z, oh, it's chiggy music. You know, like, <laughs> which so is hilarious to me, you know? Now, yeah. yeah. Like, people forget. And, uh, and so I like I dropped Crazy Love, and the place went fucking crazy. Yeah. And I had to pull up on the record and play it again. And I was like, yeah, that's it. This changed everything. I'm going to just continue to do this. And like, then it just was like super open format. You're going to get a little bit of everything, which increased. I was like, wow, this bridges so many gaps. Like it, it made all the all the people that were afraid to admit that they liked Yin Yang Twins right, right. have a place to like go and have the guilty pleasure of like exactly. listening to Yin Yang Twins, yeah. you know, because they would also hear Stevie Wonder. Right. So right. it was like, OK, mm-hmm. I'm on yeah. solid footing here, you know. Exactly. But um. Yeah, man, that was like that was a, that was really that was a cool time, man. Yeah, you know, course, that was a cool time in life, and and um, I, I really felt like I I felt like I did something special. Yeah, for sure. And um, you know, I wasn't. I think that my, you know, like you know, and all of that stuff, you know, like I I'm on stage, like I wound up on stage with with Jay Z and Diddy, you know, like I get a phone call, like oh you're 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 doing the Obama, you know. Um, Rock, uh, promote the vote thing. Right, the vote. I was like, oh, that sounds that sounds cool. Yeah, you're doing it with Jay Z and Diddy and Mary J. Blige. I was like, oh, well, okay, yeah. And I'm like walking in with my fucking coffee at eight o'clock in the morning, and like I walk up the steps for sound check, and Beyonce's there in a fucking baseball cap, and like I was like, that's fucking Beyonce. Like, oh <laughs> shit, you know. And um, you know, I had some cool moments like that. Did the you know did the tour with Spank Rock and the Beastie Boys in Europe? And, like oh, yeah, that was yeah, super yeah. fun. You know what I mean? Like. Um, you know, not as much as a lot of a lot of my a lot of my peers did some like you know went on like you guys and you know had all you know you toured with MIA and and then there's Wes you know and 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 a, you know a lot of people did a lot of really crazy things but I I got to I got to get in my little pocket you know and and I had a really good time but I realized that I wanted to really with the Saint like Saint was well I started at first I had a place I did a place up on 19th and Chestnut in Center City Philly called Emmeline that it was like a, a real by the seat of my pants thing, right, you know, right. and it, and it, it still worked. I proved that I could do it, and then I did the same. And you know, the same was like, I really want to have like a canvas. I want to have like a place where I can put young guys, young guys and girls. You know, when I say guys, I mean I, I mean it in a non-gender specific way, gender fluid way. Uh, <laughs> like you know, put people. I mean, I do. I have, I have three female resident DJs. You know yeah. what I mean, and um, but I want it young, like. People that were that were great that were locations. learning, yeah, yeah, great location. So going from someone who's DJed for so long, and now he owns the Saint. What are the differences in owning a club? Do you ever find yourself like being like, oh man, I used to hate when owners did that? No, not really, man. Because I'm pretty. Uh, and you still do DJ there? You, yeah, you of course. I mean, I'm I'm obviously like I'm I obviously have my sympathies obviously really lie with music because with the DJs because I I one thing I've always understood you know was like sort of the complexities of of the of the business you know it wasn't just right. like i'm a dj bro like you know yeah. i'm fucking you know yeah like i'm i'm fucking i'm super cool like it was like this is a business and i have You're like out. i have a bottom line right like in my business i have a bottom line like like now it's a creative business you know that 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 you know that allows me to do some things that that i really enjoy that you know <clears throat> and, I, and I get to be a little bit more free than a lot of people, but it's still my business. And in order to stay in business, I have to have these good relationships with my business partners, which is the way I looked at my DJ nights, was that I'm sort of a partner in the night of, you know, with this other, this venue owner, because I wasn't an employee, you know, I was, I was contracted. And it obviously would, 
it benefits us both to make money. So I always understood that like, if you have the whole dance floor all night long with their fucking hands in the air, then no one makes money because no one's buying drinks. So I, I learned how to sort of like program ebbs and flows in my mind. Like, okay, I have everyone like fucking crazy right now. And now I'm, I want to do something that's going to like take the energy down. And maybe someone's going to give me a dirty look and be like, what the fuck are you doing, man? Like that's when you play something new or, you know, something that you really wanted to do. Don't go too far into it. Yeah. Let people get a break and then build it back up again. So you're having all these like little mini parties inside of the party. Right. And it's, it's this, this experience. It makes an experience. And also it helps to make, you know, everyone happy. The bartenders are making money and the, and the, the house makes money. And, you know, it's a business. You're looking at it from a business standpoint. So that's the one thing that I talk to like a lot of the young DJs about is like understanding that, <clears throat> you know, if you want to if you want to have if you want to sustain this as a career, there are a few things that you have to really understand, you know, like and and you have to look at it as a as a business person as well as a creator. You know, like you, you have to understand what your value always is going to be. And your value is, is like, is what's the cost benefit analysis here? I'm yeah. paying this much money. I'm making this much money, right? That's fine. But then you have to start thinking like, is my crowd getting into fucking fights? Is it causing problems yeah, for the I, venue? I, I, are the bartenders not being tipped? Is like, you know what I mean? So like that, those things are things that you have to like, you really do have to consider. And, and, then, and then it's like, okay, so go ahead and, and be your own person. Yeah. And make it happen, you know, and I'll put faith in you and I'll, I'll support you. I think, you know, what's refreshing about the saint and from the moment you opened the saint was it was very welcoming to the very types of music that we all know through the years. We have basically been told by a lot of club owners like not to play, you know, right. and, uh, and that crowd they don't want kind of a thing. Whereas you've been a very open, like, you know, hip hop lives here kind of like a listen person with your space. It's a beautiful thing. Man. It's, it's like, o- it's a kind of the only space that kind of li- exists that way in the city, to be honest. There's no, yeah, it's, a, it's a, at the end of the day, like at the end of the day, it, it's, it, we, we really, I mean, if, if we had to be pigeonholed or if we had to be categorized in some way, for sure. We it's, it is a hip hop reggae, like centric venue you know we don't i don't try to shoot for like tonight's gonna be 80s fucking industrial you know like i don't dude that's not my twist and, and i'm not knocking somebody for doing that but it's not my twist like i don't i don't know those people i don't know how to how how like i don't know i don't know enough about that so like that's a, that would be a weakness for me and I and and at the end of the day, like it, it doesn't make any sense for me to try to be something that I'm not. It's it's I don't want to be inauthentic, and um, that's the first thing, you know. So so like I, I want to go with things that I can that I can work with, like where I feel comfortable. I'm in my like, you know, we can make the best of what we have. That's the first thing. And the second thing is, is that yeah, man, I got fucking tired of years and years and years of like of having to leave venues or you know. You know, you guys know me, man. I'm like, I'm, I'm a disobedient person. You know, I don't know why. I just am. You're outspoken. I'm disobedient, man. I'm disobedient. And it's like, it's a disorder sometimes. Like sometimes when, you know, someone tells me not to do something, I'm like, fuck, I can't not do that now. Like you just like, I just don't accept it. I mean, you know, within, the, if you ask me not to put my feet on your fucking couch, I'm not going to do that. But like, if you're, if you're telling me not to play rap because you know you you want to you you have this you know you're trying to thinly veil your fucking horrific racism if you open a nightclub here and insist on not playing rap you will not be in business 
because it's not just a it's not a black and white thing. It's an everyone thing. That's what Philly is. It's a black city. Everything, no matter what your ethnicity is, no matter what your background is, it is rooted in black culture. Like I had a situation in West Philly catering to like, you know, the college kids and like whatever, you know, like Penn kids or whatever. And um, and then the summer would come and the fucking place was ghost town. They, you know, they were losing money. So Anwar and I went in and did a Saturday night and it was fucking crazy. Yeah. It was such a good party. Like like people looked great. There were never fights, never problems, nothing. I mean, people spent money. Everyone was happy. It was it was awesome. We were making tons of cash. And then School was about to come back in. The guy hires a new general manager. I'm on my way out one night, and I hear the GM talking to one of the bartenders. Drops the N-bomb on like about the crowd. And I just stopped, and I was like, what would you just say, man? You know, and I was still drinking at that time, too. You know, and I was a little more belligerent than I am now. So I got into it with the guy, and I told him to go fuck himself. And I said, you could tell your boss. I'm not going to say the guy's name. I said, tell him that I specifically said that I'm pulling my party from this place because of you. Okay, because you're not going to take everyone's money here. Right. And then when they leave, like continue with this fucking trope that I just can't I can't get down with. Like it ain't happening. Fuck off. You know what I mean? You're done. I'm done with you. And I told Anwar, I said, look, I know we're making a ton of money, but I will not step foot back in that place. And we left and I didn't have a backup plan. So. I leave, we left that thing, and then it was like, you know, one th- it was a bunch of different places. And you know what? They would do that, and, and I would pull it, or we would leave, or whatever, go somewhere else, and that fucking place would turn, would, would be popping. Mm-hmm. And I got tired of that shit, man. Your following was insane. They're still there. That's why the Saints yeah, successful. Yeah, exactly. You know why? You know why the Saints successful? Because 20 years later, uh-huh. their kids come to my fucking Yeah, parties. yeah, that is true. Okay? There are people who met at my parties, had children... Got married, had children, and those fucking kids are like coming out to my parties now. That's tough. Okay, like that's that's crazy. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like that kind of shit hap- is happening. Hey, thank God you opened that venue, man. Because uh, if you didn't, like, there really wouldn't be yeah, a place like, like you know, that. Because you're talking about soul travel, and that was on a Sunday, right? And yeah. then you had like Kenny Mee's party was the same. So that was like a great Sunday night. What are like the off night bangers these days? Tuesdays are Tuesdays insane. Are crazy. I mean, yeah. citywide in general, they're just not the same. That, like, yeah, you're like there is no Thursday night in the city. I do not know what you're talking about. I have this like, I, yeah, right? All I the have, other clubs have, have closed. Uh, I mean, honestly, here's what I do. Here's what I do, man. When it comes to that, um, you know, and, and like, I, this is another thing I've had to impress on my staff as a part of like nightclub nightlife culture is like. You know, when people are like, oh, so-and-so, this place is doing this, or this place is doing that, and they're busy. And I'm like, this, I don't fucking don't worry about what anyone else is doing. You know, I want everyone to eat. I hope everyone is packed and, and right. like, everyone's doing great. Yeah. yeah, no, I just want everyone to do well. But I'm not worried about what they're doing because, like, I don't, I'm not competing with anyone, right? I don't win a fucking prize. I don't do, I don't get anything from that. Like, I want to see everyone do well. But all I care about is us. Like, don't give me any fucking excuses like this place was doing that or that place was like what yeah. are we doing that's all that matters right. like we live we, you know create this very like you know it's it's, it's 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 own little world and that's what I want everyone to focus on I don't want p- people to come with, to me with ideas that they got from another place oh I saw someone's doing this part that fucking that's great I'm not doing that you know that's already happened yeah you know and I, I don't want to do that so you know we just kind of created a. I, I really feel like we've I've created a, a place for a lot of young City kids, absolutely to to express themselves and to feel important. 
which is really important to me. They don't even know, you know? how good they've got it because of that spot. They right. really don't. You know, I mean, there's a lot of people that 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 went from like not like you know just yo can I can I play a couple you know mm-hmm. to like now they're like holy shit I'm getting booked all over the place and I'm yeah. making all this money and it's like you know yeah man good you, you worked hard I always just tell them good man that's you get what you put in mm-hmm. like you work hard and you will succeed and I know that that's like an old bullshit like um, you know American dream thing but with this particular game yeah. it's really true man like if you're talented yeah. if you're talented in this game and you work really hard and you put the you put the effort in and you do all the things you're supposed to do and you have you believe in something that's another thing yeah you really have to fucking believe in something or you just wind up playing block parties right for the rest of your life but if you believe Speaking in something of block parties yeah I think it's time to play a little game called funk box party oh oh shit so I gotta say, when we were talking about this as a potential segment in the past week, y'all were shooting things back and forth in our, in our little group text, and oh. I, I said, I have zero percent idea of anything that's going on. Well, right we now, decided so. we're going to rank the Funkbox Party songs on a one to ten chumpy uh, meter. Yeah, chumpy's... Uh- yeah, none of this means anything to me. Chumpy, so. well, that's what my dad used to say, Chumpy. Yeah, put me on. Exactly. That's like my aunt and my uncle. Yeah. Like, I think a, like Chumpy is like a Philly word like that predates John and the... Well, I think it was... it was John always existed to me. I don't remember John not existing. Well, right. But Chumpy was a very strong what I'm saying is alternative. Like before John became commodified. Or right. Whatever, no, you never saw Chumpy on a shirt. Right, 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 right. Never saw like Philly Chumpy. Yeah, shit, yeah. You know what I mean? It, it was more... It was more like, <laughs> Right. If so if this the, if this podcast came out on cassette you had twenty a John years ago, Bard, it'd be they're delicious. The, the Chump Cast, Chumpy Cast. Also, a name of potato chip that was from Philadelphia, named after the slime. Oh yeah, the, yeah. Which is the the original rap snacks. Right. Right. Yeah. It was Chumpy. Chumpy. It was like a very like, have like various yeah. neighborhood characters. Totally. On the uh, the the thing you can still find. Like Tim Doherty, <laughs> Metalhead. <laughs> <laughs> um, these are some classic old head Philly DJ jams Listen, that young DJs still play, old DJs still play, and some of them aren't even. Most of them aren't even from Philadelphia, but for some reason they became really popular here, and they have just become staples in the block party set or the radio mix show set. And we uh, are just going to go through some. And because they make us all feel good and they all attach us to memories. And it's a very special part of being a Philadelphia DJ. My crate is labeled, look out now, young fella. Is it really? <laughs> Sheila is the type of girl that just don't take home to mama. Go, go, go. If you go, can chant, go, go on the back, go. it's probably a high chump. Let me, let me explain something to this you. This is a nine chumpy motherfucking song This is right a here. ten chumpy song. This is a ten chumpy song. This is pretty much the the height of chumpiness. This has a ten, this is ten chumpy because it's a 90s. Brendan Brigham, when was the last time you played Luke Sheila? Uh, last weekend. This is why you're here. Fuck yeah, dude. What do you mean, man? Like, like seriously, man, my crowd is really, it, you want to you wanna find the heart of Philly. For real, just come to my party. And I'm really just telling you the truth because we get everyone. But it is so Philadelphia centric. And it always has been. That's something I'm proud of. You know? Let me ask you this, Michael. Can you find a little song called I'm the Mad Stunt Man? The hip hop mix? I did not think about this one. Now, this is also by Techno Group. Uh, 
What was her, what was her name? Oh my goodness, it was called, uh, is this, yeah. Real real. Real real. Saw him live at Pulsations in Make sure it's the hip, it's the mad hip hop mix. Yeah, you, All right. a big theme of the, the Philly block party set is the hip hop reggae's. Oh yeah, the hip hop reggae's. Yeah, the you Kenny Dopes, Capleton tour, remix. the tour remix. Um, and anything with a slick Rick beat. Anything with slick Rick beat. Anything with Mona Lisa. Right. Children's story. Like uh, Dougie Fresh. Hands the only in the air. reason why this is how we do it is popular in Philadelphia is because it sounds it like, like children's right. story. That's it. That's it. Oh, that's it. I am the mat, 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 I I, 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 I I rate this one at at, at six. Yeah. I give yeah, this a you six. You can get away with not having this one. Yeah, but no if one's, you do have it, you're gonna get a few. No one's gonna, no one's go. aunt, no one's aunt's gonna tell you that you suck if you don't have this song. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so I got a I got an old memory in this vein, right? Uh, the the, the hip hop reggae's. I was maybe like 14 years old. I had my windows open. It was probably a spring day. I don't know if it was a graduation party, a block party. But I had my windows open and I heard in the distance Bobby Condor's Mac Daddy. Oh yes. Oh yeah. That's that's way up there on there. You know what Mac Daddy is? Mac Daddy's the song you didn't remember that you needed until you play it. <laughs> it's the song everyone loves to hate and everyone loves to love. Oh man, I loved it from the beginning. No, me too. Oh my god, this is Yes. Mikey Jarrett, original Mac Daddy, you know. Big up and alert, you know, guy, him run things by the air wave, you know. Me a top book, he's a feminine. And no little stupid to be selected, I can't just... Woo! Go, bro, go, bro. If it has the go, if it has go in the back, a go chant, it's in the set. Fluffy notes. No. This was the Power Night. It's Friday night. That's when you knew it was. Let me just say this: when this joint came on, you knew that they were like heavy in the mix. It was you were past warm up. You were past like I'm jumping on, taking over. I'm gonna let you know what's going on Friday night. And you were in the heavy mix. Mike, how many chumpies? Oh, this is good. This is a high one. I'm gonna give it nine chumpies. Nine chumpies. Woo! I'll put a nine up for you that. You know, it's funny. I heard Bobby Condors on the Road podcast, and he talked about how this record was big in Philadelphia. <laughs> he talked about how many chumpies he thought it deserved. All right, I got so, I got a little something for you. A little artist Bobby named... Chumpies. Named uh, Jackal the Bear. A little oh, song yes. called... <laughs> yes. A little song called For Real. A little song called This Name. For Real by Amazing. Jackal. J-A-C-K-A-L. The Bear. He couldn't decide which animal that he loved the most. So use them both. No bullshit, no man. Games, man. If I know what to deal with, now nah, I mess with you. Yeah, me. No bullshit. Only never, you never really hear this part because you're in the mix. Sure. You oh, I do. Again. It's like. I listened to this before my last tour in Nam. It's what got me home. Woo! Ah. 
Chester, PA, Delco in the building. For real. Anything also that has I get lifted. Oh yeah, yeah. Any any Chuck Brown go go. Uh, Chuck Brown go go slash I get lifted slash. Uh, yeah. Yeah, this is the, this what was the what was the shot the uh, Super Cat remix? Dun, dun, oh, the uh, get a red hot. Song where every song rhymes with Frank <laughs> oh, oh, sticking. We're gonna stick with the. You, all right. Well, first yeah. of all, how many? How many? How many? How many? Uh, how many chumpies? Yeah. Seven. Yeah, give him seven. Seven, seven, yeah, seven chumpies. Seven there. All right. How about some uh, little vicious and Dougie Fresh freaks? Oh, that's a big one. Well, okay, I know that one. Continue from that too. No. Yeah. Hold on. Okay, here we go. This is the right one. Yeah. Right? Yeah, see, I don't fully put this into the Philly set because this was just a big song, right? Yeah, maybe. Can I, can I, can I, get, in, can I get in on this? Of course. A couple suggestions here. All right. It's my birthday, first of all. Oh, happy birthday. Oh, fuck. Happy birthday, man. And that's 10 chumpies for you, bro. That's right. Okay, so Mike gave, Mike gave you his, like, you know, yeah. the, like windows down. Right. right. Holy fuck, you know? So I, I had mine. Mine came with there were two songs actually from my youth. My youth, right? One was undeniably like the song probably that that like altered my DNA the most, which was was uh, my part of town. Okay. Oh yeah. Okay. Like like that you know like my part of town. My part of town made me feel. Like, I played the guitar in the very beginning of my part of town. That lick and Joe. Oh shit. Satriani. That's what that's if I may call me. <laughs> Satriani is the name of the guy. Dirty South Joey Satriani. They really hired Satriani to play on this. Song. He did. It, it was, was him. Eddie, we get, we get it was between him and Eddie Van Halen, and Eddie, Eddie Van Halen, uh, you know, was busy that week. It was, it was, that was a big time for him too. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, turn us up, please. In my headphones. Turn me up in the mic. This is, this is a ten. This is an eleven. This broke. This breaks the scale. From here we're gonna this go. This is Philly. Yeah, this from is here we're now. gonna. So I got this one is more. This is, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. One more. This is, by the way, this is this is ten chumpy song. Obviously, this is, a 10 this is an chumpy. eleven chumpy song. Eleven. Okay. Like if you hear this song and you're from Philly, and you don't you don't instantly want to just smash everybody's face in. You ain't from Philly. <laughs> you don't have Philly in your DNA. If you don't want to, but you contain yourself and you channel it into dancing. Right, but the initial feeling. Shout is, out to DJ Too Tough I'm on the so cuts. Hype that I could smash everything yeah. to pieces. And you're not only hype, you're so damn tough. You're so damn tough. And Too Tough, big like shout out. To big too up tough. Too Tough for Listen, those cuts. Too, too Tough, Too Tough. This is, these cuts are amazing. Oh my god, man! Like if this, okay, this is another song that made me as a kid want to DJ. Yeah. Like some of the yeah, yeah, just yeah. like holy crap! You know, the way a lot of people like, listen to like premiere scratches and nah, man, nah, 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 nah. So, <clears throat> does this precede so, Doodoo Brown, or did Doodoo Brown come after this? This is before Doodoo Brown. Okay, this is this is like unsung, like this this group right, Tough Crew is is one of the unsung like like. Hip hop influencers, you know. I think that Tough Crew sound, <clears throat> Tough Crew sound influenced New York. You know, I think Tough Crew sound kind of was like the, at the very forefront of of New Jack Swain was before that, really. And and like I think that it, it influenced an entire generation of rappers and doesn't get credit for that. 
I mean, from the cuts, from the from the from the track, the cuts, the way they, they the, like the way everyone's on like going down the line. You have multiple MCs. Everyone sounds thorough. Everyone's talking hard ass shit, and like it's just and it, and you could dance to it. That's the thing. This song made it beyond hip hop, and it was a song you would hear like Q102 DJs yeah. mix in with their freestyle yeah. house sets. This and the other one that goes with it, Cool C. Cool C. Glamorous Life. That was what my next my next choice was. Yeah. Cool C. Glamorous Life was the song that for me I used to take into the bathroom because like <clears throat> I would I would take my tape cassette recorder, and if I had to, if I had to take a shit because I'd be waiting. Like, I'd be waiting to catch it on the fucking radio. Right. I'd be waiting to catch it on the radio so I could tape it. And I'd be like, fuck, I can't leave my, I can't leave my fucking radio here because I gotta take a shit. It could come on when I'm taking shit and I won't get it. That was that. That was one of those. Both songs. of these songs are tin chumpies, by the way. Yeah. Easy. Yeah, go, go. And, 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 and honestly, these dudes, like, this motherfucker is on death row. Yeah. I know, right? You talk about, like, gangster Gangster rap. rap. They only okay. shot and killed a pregnant cop. Cop. I mean, really heavy duty shit, man. Yeah, well, I don't condone that. I don't condone that. But I do condone this song. Speaking this song. of, all right, Mike brought it up that I moved here from New York. This is 2002. And I'll tell you the one song that I find oh, in the Funk Box so Party crate that just blows my mind that it was even a thing, especially coming from New York and being like, what? This is a song here? It is only you by oh, Kwame. Kwame which only is you is all time number one fucking in, in Philadelphia only. Right, Kwame, of course, a New York artist. A New York artist has a song that is bigger than life in Philadelphia that doesn't exist outside of that. Because we have good taste. It's amazing. That's no, what's yeah, like. It's almost kind of the same thing as like all of our slang. Like other cities don't have. No, man. Listen. I mean, they got slang, but like Philly slang is like my friends, the kids from Jersey. They would come here and they. They just be here for a couple of days and they just be like having to say everything we say here and just like excited by it all the time and like oh shit. And I remember with uh oh it's gonna be spelled O W N L E E E U W. They were poking at it, guys. They they did. They wore. It was, they it was wore. It was one guy. Kwame was one man. Yeah, but he had his created his team. Yeah, he had his polka dot team. His polka dot team. On the other album, was like, "Do you wanna get nasty?" Yeah. Now everybody get nasty. Oh, you know what else? What was, was his first song like? The oh, the one. The rhythm. The rhythm. I got another one Kwame that I don't know. I don't know if this one was was big anywhere else because I was. You know, I mean, at the time wait, I was we, too young. Wait, we about to do the only you? Aren't we? Oh, only doing only you still, right? Yeah, I just had to. That's, not, that that's another one. It's not here. super easy to find, like the, like the the good version of that song, because there's one that there's one that that has like all this like weird, like chatter in the beginning, and then the one that was played on Philly radio was is a 12 inch edit that has like an eight bar, like you know the eight bar DJX swing like sort of intro yes. and then like builds the song up to this crescendo and it's like fucking perfect yeah i distinctly remember that song being on the power nine and nine power 99 is like our hot 97 yeah. they would do the countdown every night top nine songs and that was just up there for so long when i was i guess yeah. 12 or something and i would be taping songs off the radio it never came off i think it's still i think it's still it's still on there between cardi b and it's still on the power nine and nine <laughs> <laughs> The, the crowd that comes oh, oh, here we yeah. go. Listen to this. How can you not go, song? go, 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 it go, combines, go, combines, go, go, every great breakbeat. Yeah, yeah. And you even got a little 808. Yeah, man. Little, little I played these keys on this song. 
and it's like the, the BPM is like a great it's a great like it's a great like anything to like up tempo transition song you know it's also got a great great fucking sing along too oh yeah on man. the chorus yeah the chorus is amazing the bridge that, that bridge is oh, right the bridge man is so good dude and the horns and there's a B section horn section that comes in oh my god man it's so good it's so, so great how could this not be popular you know what's funny when I learned I realized this was not a big song outside of Philly was when I played it outside of Philly for the first time and everyone was like uh dude what the fuck is this man like I remember people were literally just stopping this is like this is the epitome of funk box partiness is this song yeah. like, this is what totally. a song that's well, not well, from Glamour's Philly like, but it's bigger than Philly Glamour's Life in my part of town fit in that into that yeah. category as well you know what I mean and you know what else you know what else too man there's there's other ones too like you want to know another hip hop record a New York record Oh, 10, 11, 11, 12, 12. 11, 12 here, yeah. <laughs> okay, here, here, here's another, here's another the uh, example meter of a, broke and now things are starting a song, to poke out a on song, the top of it. A, a New York song that's popping here that's like, toss it up. I was just going to say toss, toss it up. Toss it up yeah, 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 yeah. Ziggy, toss it up. Rum Shaker was a song like that too, but I think yeah, but Rum Shaker was, was big universal. Right? Yeah, yeah, Rum Shaker was big Ziggy, everywhere. toss it up was big. Um, what about what about this? I don't, I don't know because you were you were in New York at this time. What about um, um, Rob Bass and Easy Rock? Um, Joy and Pain. That was popular everywhere. I was, was in it D- as I was in big D- as I was it in- was here though. Because I was Joy in- and Pain's a Frankie Beverly amazing. Okay, I was. In, I mean, I was in DC when Joy and Pain came out. Right, and that's that. DC and Philly are pretty much. Yeah, more I mean, I mean, textually, it, and it was definitely like it was definitely like the follow up to It Takes Two, but It Takes Two was damn iconic. You yeah, know? but but I'll tell you something right now. Joy and Pain gets a bigger reaction in Philly than than It Takes Two. Now, does. yeah, yeah. And I think it's because Joy and Pain is a Frankie Beverly May song. You know, we're just fucking loyal to Frankie Beverly and me. There we go. And this reminds me of like, again, we were talking about those like Kenny Dope type breakbeats. Remember like, yes. Pick It Up from the home team? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like. It, it was very breakbeat party record. Oh my God. Okay. So. I'm going to say this is like an eight chumpy song right here. Uh, seven. Seven. All right, here's another one. Here's a Philly record. Fresco and Miz. We don't play. Ugly people be quiet too. Can we throw oh, that? Oh, Cash in? Money. Yeah, ugly yeah, people yeah, be quiet. Not, that that ugly people be quiet. Cash, cash I, I, Money, Marvel. Yeah, song. Cash Money and Marvelous. That's I that's. That I, I can still like if it's if the crowd's old enough, I can play that. Right? It doesn't rank high on the chart. That's probably three or five. Four, yeah, maybe five. Yeah, maybe, maybe, maybe. Shout out to Cash Money, great basketball player. Yeah. Just a good man. Yeah. This kind of goes into the go chant ter- territory. It's not necessarily. It's a big classic. But you're working at Armand's, right? Guy, so- a guy comes in and he says, "Y'all got 1990 Chub Rock." Oh Let's yeah, treat, treat him right. Treat him right. Trade and Right is a must-have record. That's another, you know, that's another record that's bigger in Philly than anywhere else. You think? You oh. so does? I figured oh, yeah. that was a big New York record. It's a too. big, it, yeah, but I mean, it wasn't like, not go, the way it was go, here. Not go, the, go, 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 go. 1990, Chub Rock jumps up on the scene. Chub Rock, Chub Rock actually fucking kills shit, to be honest with you. Yeah, he, he, he kills shit. I like the other one about his, uh... You're him and Howie T, you should have seen her on me. She got, oh, Vanessa Del Rio. Just the two of us. Just the two of us? That was a, a hip hop reggae. That was a fucking that was a sick song. That was a hip hop reggae. I like. I am not Robocop. I'm Chub Rock. <laughs> <laughs> because I needed you to delineate. 
Can you sign this autograph as Robocop just for my son, please? <laughs> he did seem like a pleasant guy. He was probably the most gangsterest of all of them. Like I, like I heard that, uh, like at one point it was like, the, the, like there was that the beef between Shabba Ranks and and Supercat, and Supercat came off as like a really nice dude. He was like clean cut and like you know, you, you know what I mean? Like you, you're like I don't know. Is he? But the reality was was that Supercat was actually like like a horrifyingly dangerous gangster. Oh yeah, yeah. And like Shabba Ranks was not at all. Right. Yeah. It was the total opposite. Yeah. Puerto Rico falls in there too. Frankie yeah, Cutlass. Yeah, yeah. yeah, Frankie Cutlass, Puerto Rico. But that thing well, that was that was big everywhere. Though. Well, that was big in New York and Philly. Sure, yeah. Another uh, thing that factors into this phenomenon, I think, because uh, you're talking about DJ Cool from DC and Go Go, mm-hmm. and Baltimore Club also figures into the set too. Definitely. Right? Yeah. So I feel like. The Greek picnic in the 90s with all the cross sections of kids from college meeting each other and sharing. That had a lot to do with it. It's a big influence on this, you know? You know what's funny too? Because like DJ Flex water dance, if you drop, find that shit. Right. Yeah, play DJ Flex water dance. Yeah, off the hook. And 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 you know what? I, I was talking to Janae about this because you know she and I were like talking about these. Like we were ha- cracking up. Like the, you know, this is a motherfucking amazing song. Yeah, this is this is like Greek picnic right it's here. It's on fire tonight. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> DJ Flex and the Prophylactic All Stars. Hey man. <laughs> <laughs> I like that it's got that AOL oh, 1.0 browser story, artwork. Speaking of pro- prophylactic all stars, so I'm at 7-Eleven. You hear the water? Water's dripping now. This is, this is before drip too hard. No, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> uh. So I'm at 7-Eleven, and this guy, uh, a member of the prophylactic all stars, apparently. So he's like, he's he walks up, and he's kind of like crummy looking, you know. And there are these girls at the counter. And he opens his wallet and he drops the Magnum condom out of his wallet. Oh, nice move. <laughs> and, he, and he like looks around and like picks it up. And I was like, hey, man. So smooth. Were there any other Were there any other Go-Go songs or DC Go-Go songs that were popping right? popping here in Philly? Do you I feel like 20-minute workout. Yeah, but I mean, I don't, yeah. Just the, just yeah. the beginning. 20 minutes, just the, the countdown. Uh, 10, 9, 8. I might be getting confused on my title. Yeah. Oh yeah, right, yeah. right. Uh, I mean, uh, uh, you know, other uh, than Chuck, uh, other than like the the, ob- the obvious ones. And this is not clear. This is not actually a, a go-go record. DJ Cool was actually he used to come to Armand's all the time, actually. Yeah. But this was he's not. DJ Cool is not. No, no, he's definitely from DC. Yeah, he's from DC. Yeah, definitely from DC. What am I saying? Yeah. No, I'm not. I was actually I was on the Wikipedia page for rappers from DC the other day because I was thinking like, boy, you know, DC just doesn't have as many rappers as a bunch of other East Coast cities. Nonchalant. There's like a couple dozen on there. Tabby Bunny. Tabby Bunny. Wale. Yeah, yeah. Wale. Shy Glizzy. Well, yeah, nowadays, yeah. It's, nowadays it's more popping. Wale, Wale like, was Shy Glizzy pretty far, you know. Um, how about Shaudacious? I'm going to put my thing down. <laughs> oh, shit. That's, I feel that's, like this is a record I just I heard of. You know what? You, you know like, what, man? I think yeah. I think that going, in, I, going into the direction now Mike brought up Baltimore... I think that like what I what I wanted to say was me and Janae, my fiance, were talking about this last night, and like Percolator, for example, I think was way bigger in Philly than it was anywhere else. Though it's a, a popular song, I think it lasted longer here. Put the dance to it. Now. But right. I did grow up 
in Chicago, and I learned, and I, that song was on the radio when I was of like course, ten. Of course, it was, but so it was, was very popular. So there. were all of these songs on yeah, the radio. Yeah. But what I mean is, is that its 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 well, effect lasts longer. When you get into that, you're also right. do they still play it? But when I, you, do they, they play it at, so, at at Chicago Bulls games? I don't think so. so. No, I think they probably do. I mean, when you so so once you get the percolator, that's when you get to some George Kranz, some Dindada. Right, Dindada. You get to some. Uh, okay, now we're getting into now, stuff that I'm actually. Now you get some uh, hot music, Soho. Some hot, how, how about yeah, some, yeah, yeah. How about that's some, a Philly song. That's when you get into some jive rhythm tracks, 122 BPM. Uh, right. You just need the beat. That's all he needs to be. That's when you get into some clear from Cybertron. Yeah. Mike knows all about that song. I mean, I mean a, even can, even can hip house. Can like, you have a Philadelphia DJ scratch routine without it's time? No. It's <laughs> time. <laughs> That's when you get into some uh, Follow Me from Alias. Oh, Follow Me is a massive. Yeah, we got you guys. You guys should save this for another episode. Yeah, maybe some things that I'm just equating with uh, being part of the Fuckbox Party are literally just going back to Soul Traveling Parties and listening to Brendan Brigham. This is what's happening. It's the, it's, <laughs> it, you know what it is? It's the Philly, original Philly open format set. Yeah. Like, if you're going to play house, these are the house songs yeah. you play. If you're going to play reggae, which is a whole other thing, dance You get into, like, big fun and, and shit like that, too. Like, Good, life. Good life is a big one. Nunu. Nunu is a fucking huge, <laughs> Nunu is a huge one. Yeah, it's and then in like Baltimore, like dance my pin away and stuff like that. But those songs were all massive. Well, it's a little bit after, but you know, this this is a okay. this is if you yeah. But if you didn't hear this, like if you don't see somebody, right? DJ Rand didn't play this, cutting it up on the floor. Then okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna make you an attempted. I'm gonna make an attempted contribution to this here. Do it, Mike. I'll tell me if this is too nerdy or I will crush this, your head with this, this microphone if you're off. Not not in the context of like all of Philly, like hit the neighborhoods and stuff. I, okay, I, okay. I see what you mean in the sort of like in there's a certain um, there's like a certain uh, uh, like audience in Philly that would that at a time that would have been a very Philly thing, like the, sort of the neo soul crossover house music gotcha. audience would have done like that's yes that's a yes like if you're at certain even today like there are certain parties that play stuff like this and that crowd would wait go, we said yeah, hot, you know? we said hot music right oh uh, fuck we, it yeah, we just played yeah, it we just played it right yeah. get your head out of your ass I'm just looking at get with the program Joe yeah so there's updated forms of this there's there is updated it's not all old music right right I feel oh, like for sure. Diamond Cuts has a huge influence now on yeah. that shit. Doc B. Doc B always has. Doc B's been, like, always, never... Yeah, Doc B has had a huge thing. Doc B's slogan is, I've always been here before. <laughs> <laughs> All right, how about back Okay, to okay, hold on. Let me let me do one more. Because this is maybe a little a little obvious. Tracy but, Lee, the thing. But I just got to go a little more obvious to see if, if, I'm, if I'm getting this. Well, this is... It is, but I thought you were, I thought you were well, saying that freestyle fits with this. No, freestyle is no? only popular in certain neighborhoods yeah, like in the Jersey, city. Mm, okay. North Philly, North Italian. North Philly, Kensington, you know, Jersey, maybe South Philly. South Philly, you know, definitely. yeah, definitely, definitely. This is a, this, this is a like whether you like it or not, like this is a really a black and Puerto Rican city, like a, like very heavily yeah. influenced. Mm. And if you don't like you, you may have gotten this in South Philly, but you got it three years after. It played in North Philly. 
Mm. Right? This was like, this, like for us, like (laughs) my neighborhood, like freestyle was really started as Puerto Rican. Like it was like reggaeton, basically. Like if you heard freestyle blasting, you know that. And, And like, and it, then it spilled over and because it, it was it was good, it was fun, like exciting music. And you know, and people started to listen to other music, It was club music, it was, it was great dance that's music. The thing, it was like, that's what, it, it's from that time where you would go to a club to mm-hmm. hear this. Right. Because it wasn't always on the radio. You would have like your You would put your Giorgio Bertini shoes on. You know, you might spray on a little Jacquard Noir. Hey man. And, and hit the town. And then good luck Z-Cab- beating the women off you. Z Cavaricis. Z from Toofers. Uh-huh. Down yeah, I was down in uh, I was down in Pensport a few weeks ago. One of the one of those like uh, it's actually nice for, for the, the record. First time Pensport when I was a kid didn't exist. That wasn't a thing. <laughs> yeah, down by Two Street, <laughs> and I passed this little smart car, oh, door geez. wide open, blasting with the strength of one thousand clock radios. I don't know. It wasn't that song, but you know, Spring Love. Spring yeah, Love, probably. That's the official freestyle song. Yeah. Diamond Girl. I was like, yeah. Diamond Girl, it's, Spring Love. It's Spring. Yeah. yeah. What was the cover, girls? Shh. Um, show me or show me, show me, show me. Really? Yeah, then there was lot. When that's, I Hear Debbie Deb. Debbie Deb. Yeah. When I Hear When music, I Hear music. It's, a, it's a good list, but that's a whole other show. That's a whole yeah. other yeah, yeah, show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. Um, so there's updated versions, right? Yeah. We have modern songs that seem to just do way. Do you think Chapa style is as big in New Orleans as it is here? I've played Chapa style all over the country. I'll be honest with you, and it always not, not like I'm on a Chapa style tour or anything, but I've definitely played it in a few different places. Yeah, you think were. It, it kind of goes off everywhere. Does it? Okay. Yeah, Chapa style is a big. That's a big. One. Oh, this is the pre-master P version. This is this is like the get this filth off. <laughs> <laughs> no, it really does sound a lot weaker. This must have been like, before. yeah. Maybe uh, yeah, you're, that's yeah. You're used to with a giant bass band and stuff. No, but I'm used to no. I'm used to the the Master P. I guess Master P just beefed up the beat too. I guess just Master P just Master P that shit. I mean, you guys remember? Five woman nigga. Yeah, this is different. Part, yeah. This so, this song has way too. This many, song doesn't have the same. This song has way too many limits. This doesn't have this, this thing City Girls just sample. Right. Yeah, that's from the that's from the the one on No Limit. Right. This song is way too limited. Okay. I, special Ed, I'm magnificent. No, but I got. Oh yeah, Mag- no, Special Ed. Oh, whoa, whoa, we just hit it. We just hit a chord. I got it made. Was it? We just hit a chord. Hold on. I got it made. It's a big Philly record. It's a fucking massive record. It's big hip hop. That you often play a lot. You got that MC light. Oh, paper thin. Paper thin. Oh my God, paper thin's a twelve. Yeah. It's a friggin' 12! Here's I got it made. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah, come yeah, on, how do you not like I mean, I've yeah, heard this song 60 trillion yeah. times, and I, I still like it! And it, I heard it and what I are we, Walmart? We don't need to listen to this song. I was Joe hates, for the record, Joe fucking, Joe hates this song. I don't hate this song. You do. I like special you education. Play, you have a long-running hate. I've always this. thought that Special Ed was one of the greatest names um, yeah. in the history of And it's also a great alternative for... It's also a great alternative for kids with learning disabilities. Well, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, it may. Yeah, this is now oldies. The thing is, he mentions that he's talented. Yes, he's gifted. And that way you know that he's like from that part of Special Ed and not the other side, which is the less gifted. Maybe he's not from the, He's not needs. from his mother's telling him he's special side of Special Ed. But, is this the paper thing y'all are talking this about? This is it. 
All right. Mike, hold on. Mike just, Mike, Mike just, uh, he had an orgasm. <laughs> His face just, he went, ah. Uh. <laughs> yeah. This is that so was great. Like, actually, I was in the, that was backing vocals. I went, ooh. God, this song is fucking perfect, man. You guys want to know, uh, here's, a, here's a more modern hip-hop reggae song that, a, that I would hear like the young kids playing that did nothing with people like our age. Like we weren't playing it, but like younger kids were playing it for high school kids and shit. Um, in, Shaggy, in, it wasn't me. MVP featuring Stagger Lee, Rock Your Body. Yeah, man, you got you got me stumped on that. Do you remember that song? No, man. Rock no, your I body, didn't... one check, one two. No, but I, okay, so go ahead. I would hear it at like nine two three and stuff like that. The DJs would like play. By the way, big up Kenny Mees. Big up Kenny Mees. Yeah. Seriously, the big up Kenny Mees, like making some hip hop reggae. Oh, he! I, I've all the fucking all time, I've got all dude. Like, he I've got one. It's like Kenny managed to nail it. Ten out of ten times, man. It's, uh, I got Right. I mean, that's the only way I can see Elephant Man. You know. Is this it? I don't know this shit. Yeah, this, man, is a, this is a two thousands era yeah. hip hop reggae that's yeah. hidden in Philly to certain. Yeah. What is this again? MVP featuring Stagger Lee, Rock Your Body. How did I not know that? I don't know how I don't know this. I've never heard this. Mm. I don't think I've ever heard this. Yeah, so I'm gonna go to a hip hop reggae's. This is in the 99 cents era section over here. All right. A lot of people know uh, Rupee from his attempted to touch. Right. He had another song featuring Littlefinger. Oh, get your freak on, do the damn thing. Yeah, yeah, I remember that one. <laughs> No, but the way you said that. I do remember that. Rupee do the damn thing. I remember it. This is a oh, this is a weird ass hat for a minute. This was an Armand's record. Yo, Mike just came in with like the Casey Kasem dropping knowledge move. You don't remember this? You probably played this. I, I, I'm trying. Yeah, I can't hear it. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, I didn't know this was. Rupee. Yeah. Didn't this have a little Kim on it? But listen, if you listen to it, the melody is the same as Tempted to Touch. Was that wait? Was Lil Kim on a remix of this? I think I think she might have. Yeah, yeah. Because it's all Salam Remy beat, so it's definitely a New York connection. It's got a great hook. This song, get your beat yeah. on, do what you want. And it sets it up with responsible partying. It says, uh, "No work tomorrow, and you know we ain't driving." So you know what? I like that. I like that. I like that he's thinking ahead. They're setting it up for you. <laughs> you they're saying you have no excuses to just do the damn thing. And there's a more buried in this patois click it or ticket. <laughs> <laughs> the box, I think, is one thing he says. Is <laughs> I'm pretty sure he does. <laughs> I played this. Yeah, I'll play this sometimes, so just for fun. It, it puts me in a good mood. Is, yeah, man. So, I was gonna say that there's certain songs that you just like that are kind of your songs. Right, right. You're like, yeah, man, and and it kind of like de facto becomes the crowd songs if they come to your events or right. mm -hmm. they come to hear you play enough. They kind of they start spirit. to expect to hear it. Yeah. You know, like, oh, where's that joint? You know. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Here's another newer one, and we mentioned this on a previous podcast. Speaker knockers. Oh. Oh yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. What the fuck's it called? Throws money. Freak. Freako. 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 Yeah. Which is a uh, you know. And I mean, I we like apologize this for the content. Style 
I feel like Diamond Cuts, she's pushed, pushed a lot of bounce music on her shows. She has. Yeah, Diamond yeah, yeah. Cuts, let me tell you, man. It's in her production, like, too. Like, yeah, yeah. Listen, man, the reality of it is is that in terms of, um, in terms of, in my opinion anyway, radio DJs, like, I, don't, I mean, there's been nobody on the radio in Philadelphia that has been, like, given sort of the key to, to, yeah. like, to drive their own car. And and she's she's really always just done her own thing, and like insisted on playing unfamiliar music and introducing people to things yeah. that you know that. Bounce that ass, bounce that ass. And that, that's just really. There's another song that she definitely introduced to the radio. <sighs> Audio push that goes with this, and it's a bounce track. Which they're actually from the West Coast, but it's. A yeah, they did. They did. Uh, teach me how to jerk. They did. Yeah. So Audio Push, they do a bounce song that uh, is played in this bounce set now too. Oh really? Yeah. I forget the name. Of the I don't know anything about that song. I'm really excited. Well, to it's hear not it. Space Jam, right. is it? It goes one, two, you know how we do. It's like a DMX type song from his later years. His oh. finest. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> this is where This is where the girl who's looked completely uninterested all night Is now on her boyfriend's lap at the bar And the fucking stool is bending What is this song And he's like, you're breaking my dick You're breaking my dick That face is always priceless Where it's What's like, it starts again? out where the dude looks really smooth And then he's just like, fuck, this is real Like it's just like, <laughs> He's like this, he's like ah, ah. Hey guys, hey, hey, speaking of, speaking of, speaking of DMX, you know, I, yeah. I DJed the DMX show last week. Oh, how was that, man? Did he have a rule? Did he have the rule that you can't look him in the eyes? No, he didn't have that rule. Actually, I'm going to be completely honest with you guys. I actually maybe left before he went on stage. But Really? Yeah, I mean, it was just, I don't know. Anyway, uh, he was like, where are my dogs at? Where are my dogs at? He was like, no, really, where are my dogs at? He was only sorry, like, sir. We don't allow canines in this venue. The last time, the last unless they so, are helper dogs. So I had I had the same gig last year, and he was I don't know two and a half hours late. I was on stage for like three hours. It was bad, but this time I got off stage maybe fifteen minutes later than I was originally scheduled, and everybody was clapping and really like giving me a nice you know it was, yeah it was good. So for me personally. Uh, it was it was great. Got through it, no problems. It was good good times, and uh, yeah, that's that's the whole. How, story. how did that 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 hip hop set work out? I know uh, that hip hop set worked out great, except for the fact that a couple of these tracks I really didn't uh, check out in time to realize that they were from mixtapes and had some like old head DJ drops. <laughs> DJ, that's always the worst, man. We're just like, oh yeah, that's not me. Uh, really? Yeah, just no one knows. I don't know. Just a couple. There was like two things that I played that I definitely. I, I gave Joe a bunch of raps because he wasn't sure if he could find his own in time to. to I've got a new laptop and other things. Yeah, yeah. So I just dumped him like every rap song recorded between 1982 <laughs> and 1998, 2008. Yeah. You know what? You know what was working the most oh, was Philly records. Like any anything from. No, no, more like Beanie and yeah, that yeah, man, that makes perfect that sense. That was the same era, basically. Yeah, it was. I it, mean, that was like the second, the like uh, the, the second wave leaping of leaping off the back of that era. Yeah, was that? 
But it was cool. It was, it was like Rockefeller became the because like last last so last year when I did this gig, I was just like my normal chip on my shoulder self who was like, well, I'm not going to give the people what they want. I want to play a lot of new shit too, and and it was also like. Six nine was not known to be a snitch and a pedophile quite as much at the time, so it was like, oh, this guy, he's aggressive. He's from New yeah, York, you know. So there was a lot of stuff to. That's like updated, yeah, yeah, exactly. But so, so that was where I went the last time. But this time, I was like, no, man, I'm just going 100 percent in the pocket and play songs from this era. Yeah, man, just you it know, was, it was cool. It was fun. You're doing a crowd of service. Yeah, it was good. It was good stuff. Good times. So did you end up doing the, I'm just going to play Old Town Road to see where the crowd is at move? Didn't, hell, no, I did not do that. that Cause that was that, disgust. That would have been a, oh man, that would have definitely been a, like somebody throwing an object at me moment for sure. I'm yeah, sure, man. Flew there, right? I don't think Except it would have. The only thing flying there would have been an object. That yeah, exactly. I don't think it would have flown there mo- specifically because there was, if I it just played Old Town you. Road, Old Town Road would have been the only new song that I played and then right. Nick would think that I was just trolling and then, yeah. you know what I mean? Uh, so, so, so yeah, it wouldn't yeah. have fit. So, Right. And I, and the, the the DMX crowd is they they don't uh, they're not big like jokesters. You know? No, it's very they serious. Take shit really very serious. Crowd. Even even when they're partying up up in here. They're going to make you lose your fucking mind, man. Anything else God, I think that that just about wraps it up. Yeah. Yeah. Good time. Good time. All right, all right. That, that was fun. So I'm sure we forgot some, but feel free to uh, leave comments. Feel free to add to the uh, Funkbox Party Spotify playlist if you can find some things. And also, like, don't put anything on there that are similar to those stupid Spotify recommendations, or we will yeah. delete it, because yeah. if it's not really because, official, then... Because the Funkbox Party, Philly Block Party, it, it's not just old school, right? It's a, it's a particular type. Yeah, we might have it to make that. Time. That might have to stay a, a private playlist. I don't know if we can take submissions for that. You can't. You gotta play. You gotta. <laughs> yeah, because you're gonna. I think you definitely need to submit an application before. You're probably gonna get a lot of asshole. Time. I gotta find out how much time you spend in Philly. How much time you heard the radio. How many era. large striped polo golf shirts do you? Do you have a a, a head to toe uh, matching dicky suit? Have you ever owned a pair of Levi's extra wide leg jeans? With all the NBA passions. All right, please. Hey, Brendan, thanks for stopping by, bro. Thank you for having me, guys. That was really fun. I had a great time. Yeah, yeah, you're, you're a friend of the show. Brendan, bring him friend of the show. Hey, everybody, thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to give us a good rating on iTunes. Maybe even write up a review or just share it with your friends. Hard. hurt me so exactly you know what exactly no one's when it goes away it won't hurt me and never played it you know what i mean it is what it is it's just not it's not a it's not a joint to me it's not a like it's like a jokey song it's like playing like